Homeless shelters are filling the role of nursing homes without medical staff, said Steve Berg, Chief Policy Officer with National Alliance to End Homelessness. Welcome to Sky Blue Wealth Weekly, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with us. This is a podcast where we talk about earning and saving more so that you can retire in comfort. We also give you tax updates so the wealth that you build doesn't get eroded over time by taxation. I'm your host, Eric Powers, owner of Sky Blue Wealth and a certified financial planner for over 15 years, as well as an IRS enrolled agent. And I got to tell you guys, today's show is going to be a wake up call for young people, older generations too, actually. I know the information was eye popping for me, even though I constantly see the numbers on how many Americans are not prepared for retirement or earning enough in their golden years if they're still working. But the quote we started the show with about more and more older people ending up in homeless shelters really got to me. So let's see if we can prevent this from happening to others and prepare people for tough situational realities and the realities of aging. So one of the bigger issues for younger workers now is that they are going to be working for longer. I've heard a stat recently that a five-year-old has a 50% chance of living to age 100. That's a significant increase. According to a Wall Street Journal report, a 60-year career may become more likely than a 40-year career, believe it or not. And that means young people need to plan better for longer, right? The good news is that they have more years to save. Starting and investing as early as possible, and the outcome is bound to be much better in those cases. Your money has time to grow versus trying to catch up when you're already 50 years old. Do not waste those three decades from your 20s to your 40s. Compound interest will impress you if you let it work for you. But as we'll see in just a minute, doing the right things, working hard, keeping up with the credit score, etc., it's not always enough. Nowadays, preparing for the future isn't enough. It's like you have to over-prepare for the future because life's tossing new curveballs all the time. And it can be confusing as to what to do for younger people just entering the workforce. Should they go all in with their company's 401k or is a Roth IRA their best bet? Look, you can't go wrong with either. And as I've said before, an imperfect plan is way better than no plan at all. And that said, if your company offers a 401k match, please, please, please take advantage of that at the very minimum. It's free money. Let's say you put in $1,000 a year in your 401k. It's not much, and your company matches that $1,000, then you've instantly doubled your money, based solely on the match. And according to career website Ocho, some companies are matching 200% of the employee's 401k contributions. Those that were listed are Visa, USAA, and Biogen. Others like Starbucks and Walmart match 100% of your employee contributions. Now keep in mind, IRS limits and company limits on the percentage of your salary do come into play. On the flip side, Roth IRAs, well, it's awesome to start taking money out of those accounts when you retire, also known as distributions, and the money is not taxed. It's taxed before it goes into the Roth, which means if you're younger, it's when your tax rate is lower. Plus, you have to consider if you'll be in a higher or lower tax bracket once you stop working. This will affect whether a Roth or a 401k is your best option. In my opinion, it's very hard to imagine taxes going down in the future. But regardless, it is wise to use both Roth and 401ks to your advantage so that you can diversify your tax situation. Look at your situation and plan accordingly. Most people find it's best to use both. And if you're planning ahead, years ahead, you can pivot as you need to and won't get hammered by taxes unexpectedly when you make a change. 
One more point on a possible 60-year working career. I believe young people are going to have to hone certain skills to deal with six decades of work. Adaptability, fast learning curves, social skills, healthy living, financial literacy, and the ability to both utilize tech and ignore it so that they aren't consumed by it. So to quickly sum up the reasons why those skills will be vital, being able to adapt to change is a must because you're unlikely to work for the same company or even the same industry your entire life. The ability to learn the ropes faster than others is going to put you ahead in your career advancement. The same with social skills. You'll get more interviews and thrive in the jobs that you land. Healthy living will shift odds in your favor for being able to work past your 60s and save money on healthcare. While financial literacy early on will hopefully keep you from having to work past 65 or 70. And the ability to manage technology, that's obvious. Tech tools are expanding and we can't work without them, but we can't enjoy life with them in our face 24-7 either, right? One more tip for people who don't have much faith in Social Security. Many younger workers feel like this program won't even be around when they hit 65 or 70 years old. The truth is that unless changes occur, Social Security cash reserves will be depleted by 2034, and retirees at that point will only receive a part of their benefits. The Social Security program's annual trustee report says that the program will only be able to pay 77% of scheduled benefits from that point forward. So my tip for younger workers is to not depend on Social Security. Again, don't depend upon it and plan to delay those benefits as long as possible. By planning not to depend on Social Security or even delaying payments as long as possible, you're setting yourself up for the right kind of thinking now. But to the way that Social Security currently works, for each year that you delay signing up for Social Security, your checks will be increased by 8% when you eventually do sign up. So those are the current rules. Those current rules apply to folks whose full retirement age is age 67. And as much as I avoid my personal opinion and politics in my discussions with clients or on this platform, our political leaders do need to take the initiative to repair the broken system. The problem is it's a third rail issue and it doesn't get the votes. But as we're about to see, many baby boomers have been let down by hopes of Social Security keeping them afloat later in life. So here's the deal. Do you know that baby boomers are the fastest growing segment of the homeless population? Apparently, this is not a carryover from younger generations being homeless and remaining so as they age. The article, which was done by the Wall Street Journal, said that the researchers found that the most of the homeless people they had talked to, age 50 and up, had become homeless for the first time after turning age 50. Also, the examples of seniors in this article who were on the streets or couch surfing had worked their entire lives. One said she had saved money, kept a perfect credit score, and thought that she had done all the right things to prepare for her golden years. The thing is, we already know that most Americans don't save enough for retirement. Now, toss in super high inflation, rent increases all across the country, higher demand for assisted living with our senior population exploding, and this is a recipe for disaster. Assisted living facilities are hard to come by, good ones especially. Let's look at an example. In Florida, the average yearly cost of a private nursing home was about $115,000 in 2021. That's $115,000 per year, folks. And not much chance at assisted living paid for by Medicaid. Florida had a very long waiting list. Also, long waiting lists for income-based affordable housing was reported. So looking at Naples, Florida, 
the average rent was $2,833 per month, and the average Social Security monthly check was only $1,791. You don't need a big mathy background to know that these numbers just don't work. Good private long-term care is exceptionally expensive. Mediocre or poor care for the government always has a waiting list. That's why I say it's time for younger workers to start over-preparing for their future. The seniors facing these harsh realities would tell them the exact same thing. Over-prepare. Start saving today because there is no soft landing once you're no longer able to work. More statistics to show how hard things are becoming for seniors. In 2017, homeless shelters reported 23% of people were 51 years old or up. But today, it's worse. The over 50 demographic represents half of homeless single adults living in the U.S. The common theme for many of these older Americans was one major event set them into a downward spiral very fast, like the death of a spouse or a partner. A medical emergency was cited as the straw that broke the camel's back. Again, many of these folks did their best to prepare for their golden years, but it just wasn't enough to combat very difficult unforeseen circumstances and changing times. One more fact on homeless baby boomers. Miami-Dade County reported that 31.4% of their homeless population was age 55 and up in 2022. Being homeless is devastating for anyone, but imagine being elderly and homeless. Even shelters are not set up for people with mobility problems. Think stairs and bunk beds, assistance with medications, this list can go on and on. Some of the topics that we talk about here unfortunately are somber, and this is one of those. But let's recap. I'm asking all of you to set aside time this week to evaluate your financial plan, your personal finances, your outlook for the next 10, 20, or 30 years. Now is the time, it's not later. I've pointed out some very dark scenarios, darker than I knew were actually happening. But guess what? Other people are able to live comfortably in their later years. Some of it is good fortune with staying healthy and landing a great job early in life, but just as much is credited to them having a plan. Making a plan, however imperfect it may be, is better towards your financial goals. And folks, financial goals are simply life goals. Money makes the world go round. I know it's a cliche, but it's way deeper than that. Money makes quality assisted living possible. Money makes caring for your partner and your children possible, even if you're not around someday. Money makes home ownership achievable so that you're not at the mercy of rent hikes. Money makes the ability to choose the neighborhood that you want your kids to grow up in. Money makes the world go easier and remove obstacles, especially in harder times. And hard times are nothing new. It seems like we jump from crisis to crisis. The challenges may look a little different now, but every generation has faced very tough financial situations. My advice is to prepare and then over-prepare to the best of your ability. Start where you are and improve your position little by little. Not starting at all just is not an option. Waiting for the right time or someday isn't an option either because someday we'll be here before you blink and you don't want to look back with regret at what you could have or should have done to prepare yourself for your family future. To do that, it definitely helps to have guidance. If you don't have a trusted advisor already to guide you on these financial planning matters, please schedule a time to talk with me. My contact information is in the show description. I can help you create a plan, and we also do regular plan reviews to ensure that your family is on the right track. It's never too late to focus on your golden years, and it's never too early either. 
Today is the day. Someday is just another word for too late. I'll leave it right there. Please get in touch with me if I can help. And thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.